Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Live Game Repeat. As always, I'm your host, Adriano, and today we've got quite the jam-packed show for you here. I don't know how long it's going to go. We're going to be talking about some uh, new PS4 games that are coming uh, for free in March. I'm also going to be talking about the new releases that are dropping this week as well as last week, just in case you missed it. Uh, and then I'm going to be talking about some of the things that I've been playing, which surprisingly enough is different than what I talked about last week. Um, so before we jump into all of that, let's jump right into the news. Gamers playing Fortnite will soon be hovering around the maps as jetpacks will soon be available for the game. It's still unclear whether it'll be available for the Save the World and or the Battle Royale game modes. So this is one of those games that I've actually been playing more recently, and I'm not going to talk about it too much right now, but I just want to mention that I won a duels match with a buddy of mine without firing a single bullet. So, yeah, those games, man, they're tense. They are really tense, but I'll save that for the end of the show. The creator of Stardew Valley has recently tweeted out a slight tease regarding Stardew Valley and a possible sequel or new IP. The tweet reads, quote, Today is the two-year anniversary of Stardew Valley. I've got that strange sensation of both the shortest and longest two years of my life. Thanks for joining me on this journey, everyone. With MP Close, my next secret game in the works, and more, there's lots to look forward to, end quote. This is exciting news for Stardew Valley fans, as a sequel or new IP will most likely be received positively within that community. New rumors suggest that the game will take place on the same planet as Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley is one of those great games that you you know when you start playing it you can't you can't put it down. It's just a fantastic game. It's now I want to describe it a little bit here. It's it's kind of a farming simulator even though the developers don't want to call it a farming simulator. It is, but it's a little more than that. Well, actually it's a lot more than that. Um you interact with uh the townspeople and you go to events in the game and you participate in in different um events that happen uh in the game that actually give you items for completing them. Um and that's just on that's on top of already the fantastic formula that they've put in for the farming simulation portion of the game. Uh, it's just a, it's just a great game. I've ended up uh, getting this on the PS4 uh, and then picking it up on the Nintendo Switch just because my wife wanted to play it uh, at the same time as me and there was no multiplayer in the uh, you know in the works or, or available at the time. Uh, so I ended up picking up both uh, picking up the game on both consoles uh, but I've heard that they're starting to um, test out the multiplayer features of it, and it would be nice to have co-op, uh, you know, couch co-op on this game. I think it would do really, really well. Um, I don't know how uh, how heavy that would be on the the game itself, or how how complicated that would be to add that couch co-op um, system into into place. But if they did, it would be awesome. Um, having that multiplayer aspect of it in there anyways, just to play even play with somebody even on a different console, I think is a great idea. So I'm curious to see what that game's what that next game is gonna be, whether it's gonna be a sequel or a brand new IP. Either way, I'm pumped. I know every week it seems like we're talking about loot box drama, but I got some more for you here. The ESRB, which is the Entertainment Software Rating Board, will now be placing labels on games that contain in-game purchases, such as loot boxes. The sticker will read, In-Game Purchases, and will also be found wherever the game can be downloaded. 
All right, so this is good and bad. Uh, I think this is good because uh, it informs you know gamers or or even parents of the the young gamers out there um, what they can expect whenever they buy these games. That there will be uh, prompts or or there will be sections of the game that can be purchased for actual money long after they've actually dropped the you know thirty, forty, fifty, sixty bucks on the initial purchase of the game. But I don't think that fixes the loot box issue that's going on right now in the gaming industry. What's happening right now in the gaming industry is that there are a lot of developers out there who are trying to get people to purchase these crates in order to buff their characters or buff their stats in, in certain games. I don't think that's the right way to do loot boxes. I mean, I've said it a million times. I'm not going to mention the developers that, uh, that have done it right because I've done it a million times, but... Uh, you know that whenever uh, a developer drops a loot box uh, pack or there's some sort of in-game purchases to buff character stats, people are going to get upset. People don't like that. So in order to you know bring this uh, this debacle to a, a, a halt, just please, developers, you've got to stop adding in loot boxes or loot crates or in-game purchases that will alter gameplay or buff stats of particular players over other other players it's just it's just the bad way to do it's just a bad way to do loot boxes so um i like i said i think this this whole thing is a good idea them adding the sticker and all but i think it's down it comes down to the developers actually making a change with the way that they develop games and the way that they want to include uh in-game purchases and loot boxes and loot crates um and into their games that's the only way to to truly change something is is it's got to happen from the inside so before we hop off of the loot box debacle here, we got to talk about Paladins. Um, the developers at Hi-Rez have said uh, to the public, Your voices have been heard loud and clear. Our team will be working over the next major release cycle to remove Card Unbound from the game. So the Card Unbound loot system was originally released in November of 2017 and was extremely frowned upon by fans. It allowed players to equip cards that effectively gave players a considerable advantage over players who had lower tier cards. You know, I gotta, I gotta say, congratulations to High Res Studio for, for recognizing that people do not want to be put in a situation where they have to pay money to have a tactical advantage over other players. It's, it's as simple as that. You know, if you're gonna put loot boxes in the game, like I've said a million times before, make it cosmetic. Don't let it affect gameplay okay because that's that's where things start getting nasty so good job high res on on nipping that in the bud mario odyssey's most used glitch just got patched this patch closed a glitch that allowed players to capture a frog mid-air with cappy mario's sidekick in the game and hover in a glitched swimming position the glitch was utilized by speedrunners all over the world allowing them to clear a small part of the game quickly with little effort looks like speedrunners are gonna have to find another way or beat the area the good old-fashioned way uh i i have to say i have mad respect for speedrunners uh i i'm I could not take the time that they take uh, to learn how to do some of these tricks and, and these uh, little glitches and all the crazy stuff that they do uh, to get those world records and or to even attempt to go for those world records for speedrunning. Uh, just, wow. Uh, I saw a Twilight Princess speedrun. Uh, that's Zelda Twilight Princess speedrun. And, man, it was ridiculous. I don't even... I, I can't even remember half of the stuff the guy did, and he was doing it like... 
like it was nothing. So yeah, that's it's pretty impressive. Um, unfortunately, uh, for some of these speedrunners that are hitting Mario Odyssey, gonna have to find another way. Gonna have to find another way. A new patch coming to Kingdom Come Deliverance is going to fix save and exit functionality, improve the lockpicking minigame as well as the pickpocketing minigame. This patch will also include alchemy recipes for their respective potions and it will fix quest related bugs. So I still haven't gotten my hands on Kingdom Come Deliverance. I've been playing way too many other games. So uh, as soon as I get that, I will be talking about it. So just uh, stay tuned for that. EA has officially gone on record to confirm that Anthem as well as Battlefield will be shown at E3 this year, 2018. I'm ex I'm especially excited for uh, Anthem just because it's got that Destiny-like feel to it, except the graphics seem way, way too good, and I'm not sure if that was just, you know, the vertical slice that they want to show everybody or if that's what the actual game looks like. I'm like... 85% sure that that was a vertical slice and the game will probably not look that good but I mean nowadays it's you know the graphics are coming out looking amazing so I don't know I'm, I'm, I still have that 15% chance that in my mind that it'll it'll look the way it did uh, at E3 last year 2017 but we'll see uh, as far as Battlefield I mean who doesn't like Battlefield I love Battlefield I still go back and play Battlefield 4 uh, on my Xbox One just because I still can't get enough of that game. It's just, it's great. Uh, I love the shooting. I love the guns. Uh, you know, DICE really knows how to make a good Battlefield game, a good open, like huge open environment with, with a lot of players, you know, hitting those objectives. Just great job on that. So uh, yeah, I'm excited for both of those games. EA, keep it up. I've also got word that The Last of Us Part 2 by Naughty Dog will be making uh, an appearance as well at E3. I'm very excited for The Last of Us Part II. Um, after playing that first game, I was I was very pleased with the ending, um, and I, I didn't want a Part Two. but after seeing some of the footage that I've seen, um, some of the trailers that I've seen for The Last of Us Two, I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, I can't wait to see what Naughty Dog does with this one. It's just a great time to be a gamer, I'll tell you that much. So this is a bit of older news. Uh, I think this was released maybe two weeks ago or a week ago, but um, I figured I'd share it with you guys just because you know I want to. I know for a fact that some of you uh, listening are huge Metal Gear fans, so I figured I'd share this with you guys. So Metal Gear is actually making money off of game saves. Uh, in Metal Gear Survive, you're only allowed one save file, and only by shelling out 1,000 survival coins can you purchase another. So. Uh, survival coins are in the game. They're in-game currency that can be purchased for real money. Um, $9.99 is going to get you uh, 1,150 coins, leaving you about 1,000 or uh, leaving you about 150 coins left over after you purchase that game save. I think this is completely ridiculous. I I, I don't understand why a developer feels the need to charge for a game save. How long have we had three game saves, at least three game saves, in every freaking game? I mean, it's it's ridiculous that it has to come down to them trying to get money for a freaking game save. Just absolutely ridiculous. I don't know how to react to this besides just a complete outrage. I, I don't get it. Um, I just, I don't understand it. Somebody please, somebody please calm me down. Please. I hope that one day we learn from this. We look back on this and say, hey, you remember when they tried to charge you for a game save? Bwaha! You know, I, I really hope that's what happens because this is just, it's getting ridiculous. Uh, anyways, let's move on. 
Quantic Dream founder David Cage recently revealed the release date for their upcoming game, Detroit Become Human. Fans of Quantic Dream's previous title, Heavy Rain, which debuted back in 2010, should be excited for Detroit as it has similar gameplay mechanics to Heavy Rain. The game will be available on May 25th for the PS4. So uh, I have a buddy of mine who is uh, absolutely psyched for this. He was a huge fan of uh, Heavy Rain. So yeah, buddy, about two and a half months and it'll, uh, it'll be in your hands. All right. H1Z1 dropping a huge surprise bomb on fans with a new game mode. Auto Royale, which is now available, takes the Battle Royale formula to another level, allowing up to four players to drive around in vehicles while trying to be the last ones remaining on the map. Whether or not this will rekindle the flame that has all but gone out in H1Z1, fans will surely have something new to experience and to look forward to. 4A Games has revealed that there are no plans to include multiplayer and or a cooperative mode in their upcoming game, Metro Exodus. The developers state, quote, Our focus for Metro has always been a story-driven experience, filling the shoes of someone living in Metro's environment and going on this journey, end quote. You know, I'm, I'm absolutely fine with that. There are not enough games right now that concentrate on story. Uh, and because of that, they fall short of everyone's expectations. Um, you know, I'll give you the biggest example because I had the biggest problem with this last year, which was Mass Effect Andromeda. I love the Mass Effect games. The first one was fantastic. The second one was even better. Eh, the third one was okay. But... The first one, that's where it's at, you know, the first game was amazing, you know, and uh, some some other examples, you know, I even wrote them down here. Heavy Rain, no multiplayer, all story, fantastic. Back in the day, Max Payne, right? I, I mentioned Mass Effect 1 already, the first Mass Effect game. Bastion, you know, and, and more recently, you got, uh, you know, uh, what's that game? Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. What an amazing game. No multiplayer. Would you look at that? Okay, so... Good. I'm glad, but you know, the developers are concentrating on this great, you know, story, and they're trying to make it as interesting and engaging as possible. I can really, really, uh, you know, get on board with something like that. I'm, I'm happy that the developers are doing that. So, kudos for a games. Keep doing it. Don't listen to anybody who's telling you to put multiplayer in it. Just, you know, do you. New challenger entering. A new character has been added to the ever-growing roster of Overwatch characters. Bridget is her name, and Repairing and Knockback is her game. She's a support character with a handful of abilities that include Rocket Flail, Repair Pack, Whip Shot, Barrier Shot, Shield Bash, and Rally. Blizzard says that Bridget is now live on their test servers and will be available to everyone soon. When is soon? Not enough. Ah, I can't wait for this character to drop. I was just talking to some friends of mine on the PS4 uh, in a group chat, and we were uh, speculating about all the, the ways that we could use her, uh, combining her with, with Lucio's abilities and you know using her as a tank, but at the same time a healer-slash-support character. It's going to be fantastic. I cannot wait to uh, get my hands on this character. She's going to be a really, really cool addition to the game and uh, possibly be my next main. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm very excited for it. Um, I will let you guys know uh, as soon as she drops on consoles, probably on the PS4 is where I'm going to be picking it up, uh, how, she, how she plays. And uh, yeah, I'll keep you updated, definitely. 
All right. Uh, the next piece of news here, Injustice 2 is getting a definitive treatment. Uh, the Legendary Edition will be available on March 27th and will include all DLC characters, all premiere skins, an expanded tutorial, new gear for all characters, and a new augmented slot at level 30. Uh, the level cap will also be raised for all the players uh, when this version is released. So I've played uh, the first um, Injustice and... Whew, mind-blowing um I, a matter of fact i still have it uh i think uh, i think i want to get the second one i think i want to get this legendary edition because it includes all the characters in it so i don't have to worry about any dlc or anything like that i can just jump right in have a blast have everything unlocked and just get you down and dirty with all my uh my favorite dc characters so i saved this story for last because when i read this story i was actually quite upset with with the content um but let me go ahead and, and share it with you guys. Uh, the state house representative of Rhode Island has proposed a 10% raise in tax uh, on games rated M or higher. This following a statement made by President Donald Trump about how games make children more violent. The state representative stated, quote, There's evidence that children exposed to violent video games at a young age tend to act more aggressively than those who are not. Even though he didn't provide evidence uh, and or sources for this bogus claim. Um, well, Mr. State Representative, uh, I have I have some evidence of the exact opposite. Um, I think that games actually help kids uh, away get away from things like like smoking and drinking and drugs. Um, and also, just just to kind of throw this out there, uh, the, in 2007, the Gamers Outreach was founded to help sick children. Uh, that includes cancer patients. Um, the program sets up carts uh, that hold consoles, uh, you know, video game consoles, TVs, controllers, um, and the the kids play this while they're receiving treatment, um, so they can take their mind off of the pain. Uh, also, a study in 2013 uh, found that researchers from the University of Cal uh, California uh, found that gaming actually promoted. Uh, neurogenesis, which is the growth of cells in your brain. So please, when you've got some 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 actual hard evidence, come at me with that. Other than that, I mean, I don't. And, and you know what? Even if that were true, what is a ten percent tax gonna do to developers? I mean, it's not gonna prevent them from making it. You're just you're just trying to make money off of off of something that uh, you know has nothing to do with you. I think it's ridiculous. So. Before you start throwing out claims like that, I suggest you go and do some research, you know, because, I mean, this really bugged me. You know, games are a big part of my life. I've I've been, you know, playing games since I was real young with my father and with my brothers and my sister. Um, even my mother, you know, gets in on Tetris every once in a while. But it just, it really makes me upset when I hear things like this because I, I don't, I honestly think that people who make statements and claims like this um just don't understand the positive uh you know the positive uh things that can come out of what gaming does for people you know um i don't know let me let please let me know what you guys think all of my listeners the lgr crew out there let me know what you guys think on this topic because i mean to be honest it just it just bugs me so uh hit me up on the website and let me know what you think all right, that about wraps it up for the news portion of the podcast. When we come back, I'll be talking about some new PS4 free games for March, uh, as well as the new releases that are dropping for the big three consoles as well as the PC. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. All 
All right, welcome back. Before we jump into the new releases, let's go ahead and share some of these uh, new PS4 free games for March for PlayStation Plus members. We've got Bloodborne on the PS4, Ratchet and Clank on the PS4, Mighty Number no. Nine on the PS4, but cross buy with PS3, uh, Claire the Extended Cut on the PS4, but cross buy with PS Vita, and Bombing Busters, which is cross buy with the PS Vita as well as available on the PS4. For the PS3, we've got The Legend of K, and that's about it. So, not a lot of uh, big, huge names in there. I know Bloodborne and Ratchet and Clank are uh, kind of uh, kind of the big ones here. Uh, Mighty Number no. Nine. If you're interested in that kind of thing, I don't know uh, if you're uh, you know interested in a game that mimics the classic game of of uh, Mega Man. But if you are, boom, there it is for you. So let's go ahead and move on to the new releases for the PlayStation 4. We have all four of these titles re releasing on February 27th. Immortal Redneck, Gravel, Moss, Mulaka. Those are all going to be released on February 27th. Mulaka. I got to check that game out. It sounds cool. Uh, just the name sounds very unique. Exotic almost. Um, on February 23rd, Sword Art Online will be dropping. That's uh, Fatal Bullets. That'll be dropping on February 23rd. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the Xbox One titles here. On March 2nd, uh, Shopkeep will be coming out. Mulaka as well. Uh, Immortal Redneck also dropping on the Xbox One on February 27th. Past Cure uh, is dropping on February 23rd. Uh, and Metal Gear Survive came out on the 20th of February. So... Uh, I'm curious about how that Metal Gear game is going to be doing, uh, just because that whole buying saves thing, and mm, I don't know. We'll see. Moving on to the Switch, let's hit the Switch. Uh, Mulaka also coming out on the Switch uh, March 1st, as well as Subsurface Circular. Uh, Payday 2 coming out on the 27th of February. Pac-Man Championship Edition 2 and Typo Man Revised coming out on February 22nd. Uh, on the Switch. So, if you got a Switch, look forward to those. On the PC, we have uh, a few titles here. Where the Water Tastes Like Wine, releasing on February 28th. That is a cool name for a, for a game right there. I would definitely like to even just see what that game's about. Uh, Into the Breach, coming out on February 27th. All Walls Must Fall, uh, coming out on February 23rd. And uh, Stel Stellaris uh, Apocalypse, as well as Brass Tactics releasing on February 22nd. So those are some awesome games coming out or that have come out uh, within this week or last week. So um, if you can, if you want to, go check some of those out. Hit me up. Let me know how they are. You can uh, let me know up on the website, on the comments section, front page. Let me know. All right, moving on to the last segment of the show. This is where I get to talk about what I've been playing, my favorite part of the show. <laughs> so uh, I jumped into Crazy Taxi on the Xbox One. Uh, man, that game, listen, it brings back a lot of great memories, but it just does not hold up against the test of time. Um Man, just the graphics are real rough, you know. I wish they did, like, a remastered version uh, because it still has that that old-school, you know, arcade look, and it looks kind of stretched on the TV, and it just doesn't hold up real well. Um, I did, you know, run through a couple of the arcade modes just to kind of see what that was like, uh, see if that uh, bring brought back any uh, memories, and, and it did. It did. It was fun. Um, it just... I didn't want to do it anymore after about 20 minutes. So, um, 
yeah, I played that. Uh, I also delved into uh, Night in the Woods a little bit on the Nintendo Switch. That game, so far I've played about an hour and a half of it. It's really interesting. There's a great story, I feel, that's going to that's gonna play out in that, in that game. Um, you play a, a character named May. Oh, by the way, all the characters in here are animals, so that makes it a little more interesting. Um, but you play a character, and her name is May. She's a 20-year-old college dropout that, jo- that visits her old uh, town where she's from. Uh, well, she doesn't really visit. She drops out of school and comes back. But I think she tells her parents that she's visiting because uh, I, I think that she doesn't want to disappoint them. But, um, yeah, so far I've just been kind of going around the town and talking to some of her old friends. And and uh, all of a sudden I found an arm on the ground. Uh, yeah, I know. Pretty weird. But uh, I think this has got a, kind of like an investigative kind of uh, mechanic to it. And... I'm really curious to see where it goes, so I'm going to continue playing that, and I'll give you all guys some updates on, on what I think about that game and how I'm enjoying it and whatnot. So um, I also jumped into Fortnite Battle Royale uh, kind of hardcore over the weekend and uh, at the beginning of this week. Uh, man, I, I played a duels match, like I said earlier, and <laughs> me and my, my buddy and I were, were, were playing as stealthily as possible, and somehow we made it to be the last, we made it to the last four people, right? It was four of us left, and then, uh, the, the, uh, the one guy killed the other guy, and then somehow he shot himself in the foot with a rocket and died, so we, we ended up winning, without firing a single bullet. Pretty, pretty crazy, uh, considering that that was the first, I think, duel game that I won. Uh, I've won the, uh, the uh, what do you call it? The mode where you, you know, the group mode, where the squad mode, that's what it's called. The squad mode before. But I've never won a duel mode, and that was really, really crazy how we actually won without firing a single bullet. My buddy and I were flipping out. Um, I'm still flipping out, and it's it's a day later. So, um, yeah, that game is really fun. I'm glad I jumped into it um, right now because, you know, all the content that they've got in there, all the mechanics, it's now running at 60 frames per second on all consoles, uh, which is amazing, you know, and even even my buddy was saying like it was tripping him out when he first uh, looked at the screen because everything was moving kind of quick and and so uh, yeah it's it's really cool I'm glad that they added that 60 frame per second I think that's going to be the standard moving forward with um, consoles nowadays so very cool game um, hop in there if you can um, I also went and played Brawlhalla on the PS4. Man, that game is actually a pretty good, uh, uh, what do you call it, almost like a Smash, you know, Super Smash Brothers uh, clone. It's it's very, very interesting, very uh, fun. Uh, you know, you can play the, the free-for-all mode where it's you and three other players uh, bouncing around on this 2D plane trying to knock each other uh, off the edge and stuff. Um, but it's it's a fun game. We, I was playing the two-on-two uh, mode in there, and there's so many characters in that game. You know, you could just, and really all the, all the characters play pretty much the same they just have different um attributes um but there's there's a unique you know kind of twist to each character and the way that they perform their their moves um their attacks and all that so very very cool game um man i'm really excited for that overwatch character though uh so i I have been playing overwatch trying to get trying to get good at some of the characters that i already play um i've been reading about some of the counters uh to use against this new character that that is dropping bridget um because i want to be ready because every i know for a fact that when she drops on consoles everybody's going to be using her there will be one bridget on each team so 
on each match. So I'm, I'm really uh, curious to see how the counters are going to play against her and uh, how we can, how we can counter her. And, and most of all, how I can, uh, you know, utilize her abilities to, to uh, help benefit the team. So we'll see how that goes. <clears throat> I've also been playing some rocket league. Of course, uh, I jumped back into it um, just to kind of brush up and, and have some good old fun. It's, it's, it's fun to play some of those uh, wackier game modes like uh, snow day or uh, even rocket labs, just a good old clean fun that just it's goofy. It never, it never stops being fun. So um, rocket league, great game. So all right, that's going to wrap it up for episode five. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Be sure to visit our website at livegamerepeat.com. You can check us out on Twitter at livegamerepeat, Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash livegamerepeat. Uh, you can support us by visiting our support page on our website. We're available on Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, and now brand new we're available on stitcher as well so if you'd like to go on uh any one of those leave us a review um especially on apple podcast we'd really appreciate it we love getting feedback it helps make the show better for you so until next time this is adriano sending out positive vibes we'll see you next time here on live game repeat <laughs>